Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is a recording from our 2023 Elul Learning Series, entering 5784, sustaining our learning in Elul with Rabbi Cantor Hilary Chorney. This is coming to the end of our Sustaining Ourselves series. Um, and for a good reason, because Elul is coming to an end. We are almost uh, there. We are almost to Rosh Hashanah. And we are in the warm-up to the season of, uh, of Tishrei, of our sacred high holy days. And that means that we are almost to the season of the Machzor, of the special Sidor that we use, a special prayer book, all the special liturgy that we use on the High Holy Days. And this next hour-ish or so, we are going to sing. That's what we're going to do together. We are going to get back into the mode of the music of the High Holy Days. We're going to refresh and renew some of the melodies that you know from uh, years past. And some of these melodies, you know, because you've grown up with the melodies, some of them are what we call Mycenae, meaning that they've been handed down for many, many generations. Some of these melodies have only come into existence in the past few years and therefore have been handed uh, down only through the past, you know, half a generation of chazanim, of cantors and rabbis who have learned the melodies and then pass these along to you as congregants who are participating in services. Um, and in some ways, those are the ones that need the most refreshing. And in some ways, the ones that are older are the ones that we're longing for the most this time of year, because those are the ones that our souls are waiting for, you know, waiting for nourishment wise. And I would be remiss not to mention the fact that we are what we like to call um, in American Jewish history, not a melting pot, but rather a salad bowl um, of uh, different ethnicities and different Jewish backgrounds. So that for which we are nostalgic is entirely dependent on the ethnic background, the little town or the shtibel or the small village in Morocco or, or in Near, in, or, in or near Cairo, where our family came from. So I can't promise you that every melody that I speak to that is ages old is ages old to you or to your family. Um, that's part of why the new is so sacred, because perhaps we don't share all those melodies from hundreds of years ago, but we can create the new sacred bonds with those new melodies as well. And that's one of the reasons that I really cherish new melodies as well as that we can bond over those new melodies even if we come together from very very different communities so i'm going to share my screen in a moment but first we're going to begin with a nigun that's going to get us really really in the mood for the holidays Yai, 
This is the nigun that we use to get us into the very, very opening notes of the service. Although this Friday night, we'll have a little Kabbalat Shabbat leading into our Baruch Hu. But after we get through that, then we'll come into this melody and into the Baruch Hu of Friday evening. And we'll sing. Most of the melodies that we're going to go through today are melodies from the daytime. I'm going through mostly melodies that are from Rosh Hashanah rather than Yom Kippur. And I'll say a little bit as we get through each one, but I want to spend most of our time singing. And I'll begin with Moda'ani, Moda'ani, the gratitude blessing that we begin our morning blessings with. I'm going to start with a melody that I sang when I was a child growing up in California. And then we're going to switch over to singing it to the parody that we've begun to sing it to using Auld Lang Syne. And I want to recall the fact that Auld Lang Syne is a poem that we utilize at the new year. And so it's a grafting of the new year onto the new year, one of our four new years and the fourth new year that we really held onto the tightest as a new year in the Jewish uh, calendar. So we'll start with the familiar and then the more recently familiar. Modani lefanecha Melechai v'kayam Shechazarta di nishmati V'chemla V'chemla over to using Auld Lang Syne and that New Year's symbology and think beginning with this word of gratitude, moda ani, grateful am I, beginning with this idea of resolution and resoluteness and how we are beginning a new chapter along with this new month of Tishrei. 
that prayer theoretically every morning when we wake up all year long don't need a see door in hand to do it in fact if you can recall and you can remember to do it without liturgy in front of you you can do that as the first words that come to your lips when you wake up in the morning now we're going to turn to this psalm 27 that we say during the month of elul and sometimes all the way until hoshana rabbah during Sukkot, in the middle of Sukkot. And in this psalm, we do some asking. We do some requesting of God. We say that we ask one thing, but we really ask three things, at least. We ask many things in this psalm. One thing I ask of you, from you, otah. Avakesh, I request something of you, Shivti Bavetaronai, that I should dwell or sit in the house of God called Yamechayai every day of my life, all the days of my life. To sit in the nicety, to sit in the beauty or the, the loveliness of God, and to visit in the temple that is God's. We're going to sing Achacha Alti first in a way that became more familiar from a tune that was written about 40 years ago, and then in a tune that Chava Mirel wrote about five or six years ago that we introduced to the community. And a lot of these melodies we're going to do two ways. First, the way that it was introduced to the community longer ago, and then slightly more recently so that we can become familiar with multiple melodies that are pulling in and out of the holiday season. 
So each begins with these words, Achat Sha'alti. Achat Sha'alti Meitai Donai Otavakesh. You can sing, you're all on mute. Second line. Shifti Viveta Switch this. Similar modality. This is Chava Mirel's tune. Same words. And similarly to the previous melody, we're going to move it along each line, each phrase, Alti, repeating each of the phrases. And I'll take it slowly because it's, I know, a little less familiar since it's been around a little less long, a little, a little less time. It goes like this. Ahachati meet Adonai. Ahachati ota avakesh. Ahachati meet Adonai. We're going to try it a few times. Again, 
אחת שאלתי אותה אבקש. Now she moves to שבתי. שבתי, שבתי, בבית אדוני. שבתי, שבתי, כל ימי חיי. שבתי, שבתי, שבתי בבית, בבית אדוני. שבתי, שבתי, כל ימי חיי. We're going to keep doing that a little bit. שבתי, שבתי, בבית אדוני. שבתי, שבתי, כל ימי חיי. Back to אחת שאלתי. אחת שאלתי מאת אדוני אגן אחת. אחת שאלתי אותה אבקש. אחת שאלתי מאת אדוני. אחת שאלתי אותה אבקש. שבתי. שבתי, שבתי. בבית אדוני, שבתי, שבתי, כל ימי חיי. One last time, שבתי. שבתי, שבתי, בבית אדוני, שבתי, שבתי, כל ימי חיי. Here's the last part. Achazot bin Noam Adonai. In some ways, it's the easiest part. Let's try that together. Achazot bin Noam Adonai. Then we're going to speak Ulvaker Behechala the same way. Ulvaker Behechala. We'll go back to Lachazot. Lachazot. We're going to end with a chat. One very last time. Okay, I'm proud of you if you tried singing. I'm even prouder of you if you turned off the screen so that you could try singing and that I wouldn't see your face as you were trying to get the words right on. I'm, I know it's really hard to like sing over Zoom and, and, and know for sure that I can't hear you. I promise I can't hear you if you're trying to sing. This next one's going to be really easy. I'm leaving up a whole screen of words and then we're going to go into classic High Holy Day mode. We're gonna do one hallelujah. 
And then we're going to go into songs that are right out of the Mahsor, right out of Musaf, straight out of the days of Rosh Hashanah only and Yom Kippur only. But first we're going to do a little Leonard Cohen because I feel like souls need it a little bit as like a palate cleanser. And then we're going to go into uh, straight, straight into all the stuff that's like just Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. So we're going to do a little hallelujah and then we'll go into uh, our Rosh Hashanah stuff. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to ask that we um i'm gonna ask that actually hmm, i'm gonna switch this one up to our i'm gonna switch this one up to our nava tequila one uh you need a little more energy on it and this one takes a little bit longer to get through and leonard cohen let, let's end with leonard cohen we'll end with a psalm 150. this one needs like a little bit more it needs more energy to get all the way through it i just feel it in my gut so we're, i'm going to ask that you join in with me and i'll just feel you through the screen we're going to end like this or rather begin like this it's going to go hallelujah That's it. That's the whole thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the whole pattern. Hallelujah. straight into Zilchreinu. We'll come back to Nishmat with Psalm 150 at the end. I want to go into Zilchreinu. Okay, Zilchreinu, 
one of the themes of the High Holy Days is that we want God to remember us. And we sort of demand that God remember us in the book of life at the end of the year. So I like that we are always demanding that God is remembering us. We are very demanding of God at the High Holy Day season. Uh, we are demanding of ourselves, but we're also demanding of God. So we are going to demand that we are, uh, uh, we're going to demand that we have God remember us for life. And we're going to call God the one who is chafetz b'chaim. God is, de God desires life. And so God is going to write us in the book of life, we say, because God wants us to live. So God write us, remember us for life because you want us to live. So we're going to sing Zohreinu and we're going to sing it like this. Zoh, that's when we're going to begin with Zohreinu. Zohreinu Later, when we get to Yom Kippur, this changes to Chotmenu, to seal us in the book of life. And now we're going to move ourselves into a little piece of Rosh Hashanah. This little piece of Rosh Hashanah comes from Untana Togeth, from the little still small voice, and it comes from this poem. And we're often thinking about all the words that come in between Berosh Hashanah and singing it. And I want us just to sing Berosh Hashanah Yikatevun Uvyom Tzom Kippur Yikatevun even before we get to, Yom, uh, to Rosh Hashanah this year. On Rosh Hashanah Yikatevun, it is written. And on Yom Kippur, on the day of the fast of Yom Kippur, it will be sealed. We are about to enter brackets on, Yom, on Rosh Hashanah we are entering an open bracket in which we are going to be written, hopefully, Zohrein remembered and written and chosen for the Book of Life. And then we have this open bracket, the season in which we can do things, in which we can make actions and words match that choice, that heavenly choice, our choice, to be remembered for the Book of Life and to be sealed in it for the year to come. And therefore, that fate is sealed. What is it that seals it? We know what changes it. What changes our fate is tshuva, tefillah, and tzedakah. Turning ourselves around, turning our course of action around, tefillah, prayer, and tzedakah, doing uh, righteous acts of giving. But what seals our fate? What is it in those 10 days that seals our fate? So I'm going to challenge us as we sing this to answer that question, and then I'm going to offer you my interpretation after we sing through that a little bit. What is it that seals our fate? 
between Yikatevun and Yechatemun. have an idea of what it is that seals our fate between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, feel free to type it into the chat. Or if you have a one or two word answer, you can unmute yourself and offer a one or two word answer. I can read off what's in the chat. If you have an answer, or again, if you find it easier, you can unmute and offer it. And if we don't have any guesses or any offerings, then I have one thought this year. Not what changes our fate, not if we have to change our behavior, but what seals it? What if we've already gotten there? On, on Rosh Hashanah, what if we're already there? Then what seals it on Yom Kippur? The one idea that I have is the notion of patience. If God is a heavenly parent, if God is a ruler, if God is at least an omnipotent fate decider in the universe, if God has the power to seal fate in any possible way, if you're a believer in the higher power of God sealing the fate that is this coming year, then allowing for the time between your asking to be written in the book of life and being sealed in the book of life is to allow time for consideration. I think that even if God is omnipotent and we can imagine 
God in such a way that it seems too big for us to need to wait for God to have to consider that that uh, that plea on our behalf. Like, why would God? Why would we need to wait for God? The lesson isn't for God. The lesson is for us. In that patience, it's in waiting first to ask to be written in the book of life and then to be sealed. What awaits us in that patience? God is chafetz b'chayim. God is desirous of life. Melech chafetz b'chayim. So while we're waiting to be sealed in the book of life, we remind ourselves that we too are part of that choice. We too are choosing life every day and choosing to be a part of the system and choosing to be a part of a life of mitzvot and love of humanity that chooses life-givingness every day as well. So patience is the answer that I've come to this year. Let's see if anybody had any suggestions as well. Receiving, receiving a Holy Spirit is traditionally what I was taught, writes your name in the book of life. You know, Ruach HaKodesh, this idea of receiving a sacred spirit, that idea of waiting until, until you yourself have actually allowed for a sacred spirit to enter you, right? Like you're maybe not ready to be sealed. That too might be a part of that patience, Annalise. I can accept that idea also. I like that idea. I don't completely reject that notion either, right? That that patience that I need to have to wait for that for that sacred spirit to come upon me as well. But what I offer to you is that as you're getting through the poem of Untan took at this year, that I leave you with that space in the comma, that if you believe that you're already there on Rosh Hashanah, that you've already done that work to a great degree, that there's something to think about and wonder what is it that we're waiting for then between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur? What is that work that you could be waiting for? And perhaps the work is in the patience. And before I was a parent, did patients speak to me the same way? Well, before I was a parent, I was a teacher. So I, yes, patients spoke to me as a teacher. And before I was a parent, I think that patients still spoke to me in the way that, um, I don't know, Taibo, that's a great question. I think, I think patients still spoke to me because of, I think there's a great place in my soul for patients. I think that I have always had a great place for diplomacy and I have always had a great desire for consensus. And I think that consensus and diplomacy have always required patience. Like I'm, I've always been willing to wait for, for to wait for people to, to come to peace and to come to terms. So yeah. I think patience has always spoken to me, but I don't know why. And I'm willing for something else to speak to me too, but that's a great, that's a great question. So now that we've talk, talked about patience and now that we've talked about Rosh Hashanah, let's talk about Avinu Malkenu. We're just gonna sing it. We're going to sing it 
and we are going to sing it as a plea. I'm not going to overthink it. We're going to sing it three times through. And we're going to recall that this year on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, we do not sing it because it's on Shabbat. So we have to wait, just like we have to wait for Shofar. We have to wait for Avinu Malkenu for the second day this year. So here is our Avinu Malkenu that we are going to say extra since we have to wait on the, the first day of Rosh Hashanah for it. Avinu Malkenu different moment that comes later on in our services it's when we get to the end of Yom Kippur the afternoon when we've been deep into our fasting get to Ne'ila and we ask God to keep open the gates of prayer for us 
It's a moment of desperation. And then uh, I feel like the, the poem, the liturgy speaks, uh, hopefully, Sha'ar Niftach, like the, the gate, the gate will be open the gate the gate look look the gate will be open uh and Natanel goldberg is a modern israeli liturgist and composer i think that he writes this particular piece very hopefully i think that's what the music reflects so that is how we're going to sing it annette has something to add hang on annette let me call on you. Yeah, Annette, do you want to unmute yourself? I think you can. One second. Let me see if I can do that. Okay, Annette. I'm trying. There you go. Did I unmute? I, I can't help. Such a chuckle comes to my to me when I hear this song because you remember that young boy from uh, I think it was uh, Australia or New Zealand that it was on the YouTube because his mother had taught him to do a Venu Malcano did such a great job of it at do you remember have you seen that has any has any has any Oh, okay. I'm talking about something you don't know. There was this. I yeah, saw it. He, he might have been like seven or eight, and his mother had, uh, I guess, from Hebrew school. I guess it was. Uh, I I believe it was Australia. Had him on YouTube. Oh, and last year and the year before, he was an absolute sensation. Everybody was. Everybody was listening to him. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll send you how to listen to him, Rabbi. Send, send it along, Annette. Did not miss a note. I I, I would I love to hear. I I'm love sorry. you, kids. Shana Tova, by the way. Shana Tova to you too. <laughs> um, great. Okay, so uh, so now that we've Avinu Malkanoed, though apparently not like this uh, this young. No, is it like that? Yeah. Just, just like that. Um, and then uh, now, now that we've Avinu Malkenu, we're going to do Patach Lanu Sha'ar. And we are going to sing it in this kind of hopeful way like Natanel does. And uh, we'll take it a little slowly and then we'll move it a little more quickly, uh, which is how he sings it as well. Hita Lanusha Hita Lanusha Hita Lanusha Hita Lanusha Shar Niftah Shar Niftah Shar Niftah 
Composer, completely different moment, the arc closing, coming back, Torah going back into the arc, returning, 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 the theme of the music this evening, return us as in days of old, but renew us as in days of old, so the music make it new like it was back then, an oxymoron, a paradox exactly how I feel about doing new music. Uh, make it make it new like it was, make it old like it is. Hadish Yaminu Kekedem Hashivenu Adonai Elecha Venashuva Hadish Yaminu Kekedem Oh, Hadesh, 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 Yaleinu Kekedem. Oh, Hadesh, 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 Yaleinu Kekedem. Oh, Hadesh, 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 Hadish 
So Tyvel asked me before if I had uh, as much of an affinity towards patience or if I was called towards as much before I was a parent. It reminded me that I wrote this Hayom Harat Olam uh, right around the time that I became a parent. Um, today, the world is born. Um, definitely spoke to me uh, at that time. Shana uh, Tova. Um, Anita, miss you, uh, and nice to see you online. Um, I, I, and I'm reminded that I wrote this because um, I began to think about, you know, the birthday of the world in a completely different way uh, as I, like, had a kid for the first time, like a screaming, annoying child for the first time. Uh, and um, I, thinking about the birthday of the world, um, became a new thing, and uh, I really found new affinity for this poem, which we sing at the end of each of the sections of Musaf, and which we will sing alone at the end of the sections of Musaf on Shabbat, since we, on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, will skip a Reshet Sefatinu. So the end of each section of Musaf, we only sing Hayom Harat Olam. Uh, and this is the melody that I wrote and that we've sung now for 10 years at Batham, which makes it old. Officially, that's what I, I decided. That makes it an old melody if you sung it for 10 years. Okay. So here's how it goes. Hayom yamin bamishpat ko hitzure yolamim im gavanim im gavadim im gavanim rachamim kerachem avavanim im gavadim heinu lechatelu. I'm so used to going into Arreshet Sefatinu from there. Ah, Arreshet Sefatinu. Just used to it from the liturgy. Uh, yes, Taiwal, that is the one who usually comes to Shabbos Mincha, and it is a joy when she comes, especially when she brings the right book so that she's distracted just enough. But then she comes and sings, too. I agree. Very nice when she comes. Okay, so we're going to go back, and we're going to sing two last things together, and then we're going to call it a night. Because it is a night. Where'd it go? We're going to go back to 
Nishmat, the breath of all living things. Let it praise you, O God. Let it praise your name. That is what we want all of our breath to do. We sing it in the morning on Shabbat. And let the breath, the yawn, let it praise you even at night, God, the breath of all living things. (laughs) Let it still praise you even when the yawn is flowing through us at night. So here we go. And thank you to Joey Weisenberg for writing this beautiful melody. And then we'll end with a little hallelujah. end with hallelujah i have to go grab it i have to screen grab it from somewhere else so give me a second
really, really nice to spend an evening with all of you. It's dark outside. Maybe get some rest tonight. I'll see you in just a few evenings. Stay healthy, stay safe. Shana Tova, Shana Tova. Nice to see you. I hope you have lovely Simanim this year, lovely symbols. May you be sealed in the book of life. May you find strength in uh, the people who you meet. May you find reason to do great tshuva. Uh, and may you find that um, you also have already done much of the work that you need to do. That's the greatest finding of all, right? That you've been working hard all year. So uh, it is wonderful to see all of your faces, to be in community with all of you, to share music with all of you, even from behind mute buttons. I wish you a good evening and Shana Tova. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.